On Naturally Savvy, we only take sponsors that we believe in. We know they have good quality products that are good for you. Uh, this month, we are sponsored by, I hope I say this right, uh, Wakunaga of America. They're the makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, Kylodophilus Probiotics, and Kyo Green Powdered Green Drink Mix. All naturally healthy solutions to support your well-being. Kyo means strength. You can learn more at www kyolic.com that's k-y-o-l-i-c and now more than ever not only do we need to strengthen our emotional health we also need to strengthen our physical health so i mean i'm a garlic fanatic so i'm super excited it's a great product hi everybody i am here with dr james laval he's an internationally recognized clinical pharmacist author board certified clinical nutritionist and naturopathic doctorate with more, more than 30 years of clinical experience. Welcome to our show, Dr. Laval. Oh, it's good to be on. How are you doing amidst everything that's uh, going on in the world? Well, you know, trying to keep, his, uh, keep my social distance correct. And uh, you know, my father lives with us, he's 89 years old. So oh. we've been playing it pretty conservative because you know, obviously we have concern for him. But you know, I think, um, I'm actually encouraged by the fact that I think a lot of people are now reaching out and trying to figure out how they can become healthy instead of just waiting until something like this hits them. So I'm very encouraged from that. Yeah, that makes that, you make a really good point. It's about keeping our immune system strong throughout the year, eating a healthy diet. Obviously, you're a nutrition expert, making sure that we're eating the right foods and taking the right supplements. You know, I guess to hear your opinion on that, that that strengthens us, right? That keeps our immune systems up so that when we are faced with certain things that we have a better way of fending it off. Is that, would that be correct in saying that? Yeah. I mean, I think the big thing to realize is that all of us, the decisions we make, how we've you know, grown up, what we're doing with our lifestyle all impacts how we're, how we're going to face a crisis or even our own personal crisis, right? It could be any type of illness that hits us. And, I, and this concept of metabolic inflammation that's now very, um, very, very relevant, where your metabolism is more than whether you're just you know, skinny or fat or how many calories you burn, it really is shaping your immune system and your neurologic health and your endocrine health. And all of those things come together to create you today. And I think it's really important for people to, to try to reach out and think about, you know, where is my lifestyle? What am I doing that really helps me promote my well-being and the ability of me to have a better maybe family well-being? And then that, of course, translates into a better community well-being, you know? So I think we need to start looking at, you know, what can I do on a day-in and day-out basis? Obviously, I've written 20 books and four databases on the value of natural products um, as it relates to healthcare. And so I'm a big advocate for people, you know, being proactive, you know, the best defense is a good offense. What are some of the things that you're doing on, you know, on the offense, I guess would be a good way to ask it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would, I would say that I, I for sure am taking more vitamin A. Uh, I'm, you know, getting in adequate vitamin D. I'm taking it, you know, vitamin C, kind of the basic things. But then I think there's some interesting things that, that could be beneficial you know, I think nicotinamide riboside is interesting and are oh, it's a uh, dietary supplement that is that. quite good. And there's some interesting papers coming out of how it may help in terms of viral defense. 
Um, there are some peptides out there in terms of agents that, that uh, can be used, that doctors could be using that are in integrative medicine that help keep the immune system in balance so you don't get what everybody's talking about now is the cytokine storm, right? The, basically what happens is, you know, the virus, it, you know, attaches to your cell and then it basically breaks in half and then it triggers a bunch of inflammation inside your cell and leads to kind of a rapid acute cell death. And so anything you can do to balance your immune system is important. I'm big on probiotics. I mean, it's interesting, you know, 25% of the drugs on the market today, any kind of prescription drug, over-the-counter drugs, basically disrupt your microbiome. And that's where your first line of defense is at. Mm-hmm. So I'm big on probiotics. People could go to probiotics.com and read about probiotics. If they don't know what a probiotic is, it's basically your beneficial flora. There have been studies that show that it reduces the incidence and duration and severity of at least flu bugs. Obviously not COVID-19. No studies are on you know probiotics and COVID-19 yet. But in general, probiotics help your immune system to be more resilient. So I'm really big on those, and so I've been taking probiotics. I love a uh, ingredient called Magicare, which is actually was developed in South Africa for the HIV population about 30 years ago. Really interesting plant sterol or a plant fat that has got great studies that show it helps keep your immune system in balance. And then there's obviously a, a other things you could reach for, thymus extracts, mushrooms. Some of the mushrooms, like shiitake mushroom, really interesting. But I'm a big fan of you know probiotics, Magicare. I mean, I even think aged garlic extract, because there's studies on aged garlic extract improving uh, microbiome diversity as well as reducing incidence of cold and flu. So why not be on those things when they also have other benefits for your health day in and day out? Let's go back to the basics for a minute because people have heard the term microbiome, but may, may not actually know what it is. What is a microbiome? So your microbiome is basically the, the flora that lives inside your intestine. So and good so you have, you have bacteria and yeah, there's other things as well, but basically bacteria that are living in your intestine and they're either doing good things for you or bad things for you, right? So if you're eating a lot of sugar, if you've been on a lot of antibiotics or corticosteroids or on non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, you're on certain drugs or having a diet that is you know, high in refined sugar, actually even high in carbohydrates, a real high carb diet will do the same thing, or a high saturated fat diet. You know, everybody's interested right now in going keto and drinking coconut oil like crazy. The reality is high sat fat diets disrupt your microbiome too. And so when we start to look at your diet can influence the flora. Now, why is that important? The microbiome dictates how you absorb your nutrients. It, absor- it, it dictates how your immune response is. It helps to metabolize hormones. So it, has a, it also sends a lot of information to your brain. There's an enteric nervous system that connects the brain to the gut. And so when your microbiome isn't diverse and isn't full of the friendly flora, we start to move away from you know, a, what, what I call a homeostasis or a chemistry that's good for your body. And then you start to move towards creating more inflammatory compounds, which you know, creates the equivalent of a low-grade infection really in your body when, you're, when you move away from that. And, and so it's, it's really critical that people understand, hey, I need prebiotics. I need probiotics. 
I need to eat a healthier diet. And the other one people don't realize, exercise and really managing your stress also have a dramatic impact on your microbiome. What exactly is a prebiotic for people who may not know what that means? Yeah, sure. I mean, prebiotics are basically the foods that feed your beneficial flora. So if you've got probiotics in your microbiome, you have these beneficial flora, they need to eat. And so the foods such as artichoke, dark green leafy greens, apples are great for prebiotic fiber, even oatmeal, if you don't do big servings of it and load it with brown sugar and raisins, if you can eat it, you know, plain or maybe pour protein drink on it, right? Balance that, that carb out. Uh, it can be very beneficial uh, for, for feeding your microbiome. So, so what you're looking for are fibers uh, that actually feed the flora. And why that's important is that the food of the pro that you give probiotics then your probiotics release certain chemical compounds like short chain fatty acids that help your gut lining to stay healthy. Your gut lining is only one cell layer thick. One cell layer thick, it's not very, very thick. And so you gotta keep it healthy. And so when you feed the probiotics, they're able to manufacture the nutrients that you need to keep that whole lining of your intestine intact. Because I think there's a lot of misconceptions on probiotics. Like everybody thinks you got to buy a refrigerated probiotic, you know? And refrigerated probiotics are actually less stable. Because when you take them out of the refrigerator and open the, the, the uh, jar, the warm air goes in and that actually stresses the probiotics. So the first thing is, is understand that looking for a room temperature stable probiotic is probably best. Uh, I would say it's best. And it isn't as important as to how much you take. So everybody goes, oh, mine's 50 billion units. Mine's 100 billion units. You know, mine's a gabillion, you know. That isn't the, the important piece. It's how well it seeds in your intestine. And there's literally studies that show whether a probiotic is effective for changing your immunity. So can you take a probiotic every day? Yes, you can. Um, I give people different doses of probiotics based on what their need is. So someone that's got irritable bowel or maybe they're dealing with colitis or something where the GI tract is really compromised, I may give them higher doses of probiotics in a short period of time while I'm correcting their diet and helping them manage their stress and giving them nutrients to correct all this. And then as a maintenance, I may give lower doses. So within the three to six billion units a day is plenty. They're called colony forming units. That's plenty if your diet is good, you're eating a diet rich in prebiotics, and you have a probiotic that actually is proven to seed in the intestine, have an, have an appropriate doubling rate. So the culture grows uh, and has a positive impact on your, on your system. You know, the gut-brain connection, like you were saying, that that you know goes up through that vagus nerve is so important, especially during times of extreme stress. Talk a little yes. bit about the importance of that gut-brain connection. I probably lecture, I don't know, two to 5,000 doctors a year on this, um, and it's central. And when I'm dealing with my professional athletes and sports teams, this is a key area to get people to understand. When you get under stress and your body starts to pump out more cortisol and more adrenaline, there's two things that happen that are really important. First of all, when you're under stress and you're releasing a lot of adrenaline, your blood flow gets restricted. 
to your intestine, right? So your vessels get smaller, your vessels go from this to this when you're under stress. And so when the blood flow reduces to your intestine, the beneficial flora die off, and that releases something called circulating endotoxin, which ends up attaching to your tissues and triggering in inflammatory compounds to be released into your general circulation. So when, so when you're under stress, you reduce that blood flow. It's just like people that run marathons, right? The blood flow goes away from their gut, and that's why they call it runner's diarrhea. People that do a lot of running end up with a gut that's disordered. The second part that's important is that when you're under a lot of stress and you're releasing cortisol, your body starts to release a compound called IL-6 or interleukin-6, and it's called a cytokine, an inflammatory compound. And when you release that, it goes to your gut lining and literally increases the release of another switch called Clodin-2. So another switch gets turned on. And what happens is, is normally your mucosal cells are like this, right? They're right butted up against each other. And there's something called tight junctions that keep things from going through that intestinal barrier that don't belong there yet. And now what happens when that Clodin-2 gets up, because your brain is under stress, is it does this. It separates. Is that, is that leaky gut? And, when it's, and then you get leaky gut. That's right. And that can happen due to chronic stress, or that could happen due to a head trauma. So people that get traumatic brain injury, like they get a concussion, within 10 minutes, they get a leaky gut. And they get a leaky gut because of the massive inflammatory response that occurs when their brain gets hit. And yeah, a lot of people don't realize the gut-brain connection is there's lots of science behind it. Back when I started writing about it in 1999, because <laughs> I've been at this since 1985, um, it's, it was, there wasn't a lot of papers on it. The other, so the thing I want people to understand is everybody's worried about food allergies today, right? Food allergies, food sensitivities, oh, I got gluten issue, dairy, egg, almond, whatever it is. You've got to remember if you're under chronic stress, and you're not managing the fact that you're overcommitted, you're anxious, your heart rate's up, you're not getting a good night's sleep because your brain is in a hyper-aroused mode, your gut will be leaky no matter how much glutamine you drink, no matter how many probiotics you take. So it's the combination of understanding, like when we started our talk, lifestyle, I'm going to manage my stress. And then taking things that are appropriate, like probiotics, probably one of the most interesting ones that are studied, there's one called the Friendly Trio, that there's lots of studies on it for digestive health, immune health, I mean, even cholesterol lowering, which is a common thing that people don't realize probiotics do. So it's, you want to do your, you want to do probiotics, you want to manage that gut-brain connection. I spend a lot of time teaching people deep breathing even, just here, do box breath. Even if you just did four seconds in, hold four seconds, four seconds out, hold four seconds, it resets. You mentioned it earlier. I was really glad you did. It resets the vagal tone. The vagus nerve gets reset. Now the diaphragm drops. I fully oxygenate my tissues. I don't make as much lactic acid. And now my nervous system can reset. And I'm more in balance between my sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight, and my parasympathetic nervous system, which is no balance it out. It's not a white tiger. It's not a white tiger that's attacking you. So that, that's, that immune brain so important.
There's a lot of talk now about heart rate variability and resetting that whole parasympathetic to sympathetic. So I, I want to I want to stay on that for a minute. So by doing that sure. deep breathing, is it something that you do several times a day to reset, or when you're feeling stressed and anxious? Because I know if we just meditate or just do the deep breathing in the morning, but then you're stressed all day long, I'm not sure what kind of benefit that has. So I think giving people practical advice on how they can manage that would be important. Uh, great question. Uh, I think it's best because look, you only have to do it a couple minutes at a time, you know, and what I do with people is I have them do it two or three times a day. And if they feel additional stress, like they're feeling themselves get ramped up, you know, and they're feeling themselves get anxious, perfect time to stop, do your deep breathing so that you can reset that nervous system and, you know, a lot of times people go, even though today, I like a lot of people have time to learn meditation, people have 30 minutes now, but, you know, in normal life, it would be hard to get people to stop for 30 minutes and, and do breath work. I, there's apps that you can do. I mean, you know how important breathing is. I mean, let's face it. See that watch? This watch is even telling me I need to breathe, right? But I think it's sad that we have to have a watch remind us to breathe deep. And uh, I mean, I just, you know, came up, you know, doing 15 years of Qigong and Tai Chi, and this was in the 70s and 80s. And, you know, so I, I was aware that breathing is important. <laughs> and, uh, and I think people don't understand heart rate variability yet. Um, I think it's just important to understand that the more stressed out you get, the less your brain kind of sends the right signals to your heart into your neurovascular network to allow the flexibility of your heart under stress versus under rest to keep it flexible and pliable. Um, all the blood vessels and tissues along with the rhythm of your heart are dependent on this brain heart signaling that goes on. And yeah. so really important. If you got a resting heart rate above 62, you should start practicing breathing, you know, two, three times a day. That's my, you know, kind of general rule of thumb. For every four points above 62, you confer about a 7 to 10% increased cardiometabolic risk uh, into your life. Wow. <laughs> Let's go back. I want to go back to leaky gut because for people who are listening and hearing what you said, like, for example, my mom had a concussion three or four years ago and right? that was something I'd never heard about that they can actually, within that certain amount of time, I get a leaky gut. What could they do? You know, what are some protocols that they can put into place to say, okay, well, I have this information now. Now what? Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So once your gut gets leaky or the, the technical term that's in the medical literature is gut permeability changes, right? So when your gut gets leaky, uh, you start to be more reactive to foods because, you, because you're not breaking your foods down all the way to amino acids. You're allowing proteins to get through that gap I told you about. So those proteins fall through the gap. And then antigen-presenting cells, antigen-presenting cells, I'm going to present this allergen to the immune system. They take that protein and now it reacts. So the first thing is Become aware of what foods you're eating may be bothering you. Now, in general, in our clinic, I take out gluten, I take out dairy, I take out corn, I take out soy. I mean, and then we may, if somebody already has an autoimmune disorder, when they come to us, we'll test them for food sensitivities and allergies via blood, and we'll take those foods out as well. So the first thing is, is to take out high allergen foods. So if you just do gluten, dairy, corn, soy, 
egg. Those are, those are some of the biggest. The next piece is, is well, what do I take? So one, I use aged garlic a lot. So, you know, there's only one aged garlic. It's called kyolic. I use that because one, it helps reset the nervous system. They have studies that show that it resets the HPA axis in the central nervous system. Two, it has antifungal properties, which when your gut gets leaky, you tend to grow candida. You know, nothing, nothing uh, new there. Um, I've been working on candida since 85. Um, and, but candida is basically an unfriendly bug that starts to grow. It's a yeast. And then, you know, you'll feel foggy headed after you eat. You'll feel bloated. You'll feel gassy. Sometimes you get rashes and eczema. And maybe even your joints will ache when you have food reactions. So I love aged garlic. I love another herb called cat's claw. Mm. With a, a great herb for getting inflammation out of the gut. And then obviously probiotics. Um, I talked about the friendly trio. That's Chiodophilus is the brand. It's, it's got human studies on it. And it has studies for um, potency to the date of expiration. And it is heat stable as well. So I really, I'll recommend that. And then it's about rebuilding that gut lining. So when you change your diet, I'm going to want more vegetables, lots of vegetables, because I get those prebiotics in. And then I, I'll vary the amount of fat um, and protein based on a couple of things. If people have an APOE gene SNP called 3444, I can, they can't eat saturated fat. It's going to plaque their arteries. So they've got to eat I, – I only allow them 25 grams of saturated fat or less a day. Otherwise, if you don't have that issue, using coconut oil and those kind of things aren't a problem. Um, right. Avocado, right? <laughs> Olive oil, healthy fats, uh, and proteins. And, and those will switch depending on what your level of activity is. But in general, I'll get people on a fairly low-carb diet starting out just to get rid of the unfriendly bugs. Uh, and then you can use other agents to rebuild that gut lining. So glutamine is an amino acid that your mucosal cells need in order to stay fluffed up and, and the tallest they can be. So your mucosal cells, the taller they are, the more fluffed up they are, the better they make that seal, right? When they, when they get shriveled up and they don't have nutrients, they get smaller and then that gap gets bigger. And so we wanna do that. And, then, and so if you could start with those key things and manage your stress, I know it's hard for people today, but I've been, I've been, you know, being 60 years old, I've been through a fair amount in, in my lifetime. And it's so important for people to understand that since the beginning of time, the most valuable herbs that were given in every medicinal culture were herbs that affected people's stress response. They were called adaptogens. And so adaptogens like rhodiola, holy basil, cordyceps, Siberian ginseng, you know, you know, the whole family of adaptogens, a lot of people think they're taking those to help their adrenal glands. Well, where they work is at the brain. So adaptogens actually work to rewire your brain so you don't push out so much stress response. Just remember, as we talked earlier, when you push out stress response, your gut gets leaky. So you got to work on the stress response, take some probiotics, take something to kill off the bad bugs, take something to rejuvenate that leaky gut so that the, the mucosal cells get nice and fluffy and built back up again, and then you're on your way. 
Now, is there somewhere on your website that people can go and, and read this? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm writing this down. So, you know, Kyolic aged garlic, cat's claw, probiotics, the Kyodophilus, you know, adaptogens, which I'm a huge fan of, and L-glutamine. Right. Like, are there, you know, I think, and at least myself, when I hear this information, I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, happy to do it, but how much should I take? Is there a protocol? So is there somewhere people can go to learn more to, if they have any questions or to know exactly what the dosage should be? First of all, on dosing for probiotics, probiotics.com. I'm a, a writer for that. I answer questions as a scientific advisor. Uh, and then jimlaval.com. Uh, I've got all my books, my eBooks. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff up there. Free, there's free information, how to count your carbs. I mean, there's a ton of stuff. Um, Good. So people can go to jimlaval.com and they can get that. And obviously they could go to our corporate site where you know we're teaching doctors about how to do you know, metabolic evaluations, you know, where we're really looking at these kind of issues instead of just you know, talking about what the next drug to use is, is how do you get to the, to the core metabolic dysfunction in an individual, right? Because for most people, even if you go, oh, I'm gonna take milk thistle for my, for my liver, well, what if your liver's, the problem with your liver is because of your diet or it's because of your stress, right? You want to get to the source of the issue. That's metaboliccode.com. And uh, so that, that's kind of where people can get, I'd say, a pretty rich amount of information between those. That's good. Thank you. Is there anything that you feel that you'd like to talk about that we didn't cover today that, before we end our interview? Well, no, I, I just think it's, a, I'm going to just reiterate what I said at the start of, the, of this discussion. You know, we, it's time that people understand, you know, we have 80% of the population's overweight. 50% of our adult population is either pre-diabetic or diabetic in the United States. And Canada, by the way, is mimicking those numbers. Um, it's, it's time that people start to take responsibility for their health. And I know we hear it all the time. But all I can tell you is, is that if we don't start taking responsibility for our health, it, it, we're just going to continue to have these collisions with crises. And, you know, my heart goes out to everyone that's, you know, that's suffering or has got a family member that's impacted by this. Um, by no means do I not have a lot of compassion for folks. But at the same time, you know, I, I always say for all the Lululemon pants getting sold in America, you know, we don't have a lot of people out there. There's more people out there walking now than, than ever. And it's because, you know, they don't know what else to do. So let's hope they hold on to that and not worry about how much wine they can drink in their, during their quarantine or, you know, just sitting, you know, get out there, start changing your lifestyle now. Well said. Thank you. No, I agree. It's, it's, it's an all encompassing, right? It's the food we're eating. It's the mindset. Thank you for reminding me to do my deep breathing today because I definitely, I will do that. I forgot to do it today because I had interviews and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that as soon as we get off the, uh, get off our interview. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time and I love your, I'm just looking at your background. Just looking at the palm trees behind you is so relaxing for me because I live in, a, oh, in Canada where it's a little bit colder here and we don't have palm trees, but um, you know, it's, it's beautiful to see. So that alone can help to relax your nature, right? As much as you're saying. So yeah, but absolutely. But you have wonderful poutine up there <laughs> in Quebec. I'm in Ontario, but yeah, in Quebec. Oh, right? you're in Ontario now. Okay, yeah. I'm so in yeah, very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us so again. Probiotics.com. I think that's a great resource. So check it out. And 
Thank you everybody for watching. If you got value out of today's interview, please share this interview with your family and your friends and subscribe to our podcast and to our channel if you haven't already at Naturally Savvy. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Dr. Laval. Stay well and stay healthy. On Naturally Savvy, we only take sponsors that we believe in. We know they have good quality products that are good for you. Uh, this month, we are sponsored by, I hope I say this right, uh, Wakunaga of America. They're the makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, Kylodophilus Probiotics, and Kyo Green Powdered Green Drink Mix. All naturally healthy solutions to support your well-being. Kyo means strength. You can learn more at www kyolic.com that's k-y-o-l-i-c and now more than ever not only do we need to strengthen our emotional health we also need to strengthen our physical health so i mean i'm a garlic fanatic so i'm super excited it's a great product